Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. LR.com. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. Chris Kane. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Each and every Wednesday, we are joined by the legend, better known as number four, Quinn Grovey. Thanks to the DHR group of Sonic Drive Ins. Good afternoon, Quinn. I'm not gonna call the roll call because y'all are so slow at answering me. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say hello to y'all. We can just start talking over each yeah, other, just like right. the morning show. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Just all oh, on top of goodness. each other. Yes. I said that out of love, by the way, out of love. Yeah. Yes. Wait a minute. My phone I listen is dinging. every day. I love my phone them. is dinging, and David's saying, "You tell Chris to go wash his mouth out." <laughs> yeah. Hi not, guys. Not I'll just I'll just say hi guys. Great to have everybody here today. Uh, <laughs> it is good. Hey, Quinn's good. Glad to have Chris here. It's always a good show on Wednesday, right? Absolutely. And uh, it's game week. Yeah, Q. What did you do with your with your time this past weekend? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, I just absolutely I just relaxed. Nothing. I mean, it, it yeah, absolutely. It, I, I I got up early. Uh, was able to watch game day. Watch a lot of stuff. Getting prepared for the eleven o'clock kick. And, uh, man, I didn't do anything. I just watched football all day long, took a nap. And uh, when you get a chance to take that, get that off week, man, you got to uh, to maximize it. And so I was able to do that. And so I'm good. You did go to Sonic, did you not? And pick up all your necessary items there, like the Sonic Blast and maybe a burger or two or three. Well, I did go to Sonic this weekend, Randy. I did get a bur- I got a double cheeseburger. Yeah, wow. yeah, and so it was. It was very good. Look, I love. I uh, Sonic does such a great job, not only with the meat and cheese and the way it kind of melts together, but the bun just kind of goes into it as well. And so I'm, I'm all for it, and I, I'm so thankful uh, for them to uh, sponsor this segment. Absolutely. <laughs> and as um, Chris alluded, game week. This time it's the Florida Gators. Now, I know you're not going to share any any inside skinny if you've seen any of the practices or workouts. But what you can say, if you, what are you hearing? What are you hearing, Quinn Groby? <laughs> Actually, you know, I've been working on a couple of other huge projects that are getting ready to take place. And so I hadn't been to practice. I hadn't been around the football facility. That's something I'll do over the next couple of days before we actually get out of here. Uh, so I, I don't know. And so maybe I'll know something. I probably should have actually looked into that before I got on with you guys. But uh, there, there, I'll spend some time uh, asking questions and uh, kind of get a feel for what the thoughts are of what this football team is going to do. Because I don't think anybody knows. And if I was on the outside, uh, I you know, I don't know what Kenny's going to do. Kenny Guyton, the offensive coordinator. I don't know what he's going to do, but I, I think it's going to be fun to watch, whatever it is. I love the fact that uh, Florida's got to be scrambling, trying to figure out how they want a game plan yeah. against Arkansas. Yeah. Well, that's 100%. And we, you know, I talked about this all week on our podcast, Razorback Daily. It's just like, it's almost like trying to prepare for like two and three quarterbacks. I mean, you understand that. Kenny Guyton has ties to Kendall Browles in the past. He's got ties to Dan Enos. Uh, he's played quarterback at Ohio State. So you don't know 
what his footprint or his fingerprint is going to be on this football team. But what I do know is that that he's going to have a conversation with KJ. They're going to find things that he really, really likes. And it's really all about getting your trigger man lined out because at the end of the day, if you'd have told me, Randy, that this football team was going to have a defense that's been pretty solid for the most part, uh, making plays being very, very uh, opportunistic, I would have said that this football team is going to have a great, great season from a record perspective. And, and, and so we have it. And I think they all understand that. And so I would think that Florida should be really, really concerned when you know that Arkansas has a defense that's played well. And, and, and the, part that you're, the, the part of the team that you're trying to get to come along is the offense with a guy like a K.J. Jefferson or Rocket Sanders that potentially could be back. And so, I, I, look, I'm excited about seeing what they're, they're going to be able to do. If this offense can get any type of productivity, then I think you have an opportunity down the stretch to, uh, to win some football games. Okay, gentlemen, I don't mean to hog alt. I mean, I, I no, realize, okay. I realize hey. this is not Chris Turnage, but... No, uh, we, we knew that Quinn was not going to go to practice or do any of that, or if he did, he wouldn't tell us anything, and that's okay. And he's right. All you can do is guess on the personality. The question is, Quinn, when you make a, a change at this point of the year, you're two and six and got four games to go, what kind of difference can it make you know, when we sit there and everybody's been bashing the offensive line all season, are all of a sudden they going to be rejuvenated, or are they going to put a system where their blocking's different? I mean, can can they still salvage the season by making this change? Well, I mean, uh, you know, I think I mean, Sam believes that, of course, or he wouldn't have made that well, change. Of course, right? But but I, but I do believe that there's an energy that you can get from a change like that, and what and the reason I say it's an energy because. Clearly, KJ, Rocket, and all these guys, they have not had the season that everybody believes. And I, and I think, like, if you go back to the beginning of the season, you go, like, if I'm KJ, you go, okay, yeah, I got a guy like Dan Enos. He's going to come in, and he's going, he's put a lot of guys in the NFL. He's going to help me become a better NFL product. And then you look at Rocket and all those guys, they think, you know, we feel like we're going to have an opportunity to move to the next level. But it didn't work out that way. I mean, they're going to go to the next level, but they have not been as successful as they thought. And so uh, it's really about being excited about these last four games. And I think not only do they want to win for this state and for this program, but they they want to continue to find a way to position their draft stock uh, in a better place. So uh, there's a lot of motivating factors that this Kenny Guyton can use, Sam can use to really help this football team get ready to go to Gainesville. It used to be what we call back in the good old days when I was back in sales KISS. Keep it simple, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and it almost reminds this situation to a degree. Quinn, does it not feel like this is, let's keep it simple, guys. That way you move faster. You don't have to think as much. Uh, let's increase the tempo. I mean, I can, I can start thinking of all the things that you simplify things, but yet you're speeding up things in the process. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a great point. And, you know, it kind of goes along with the, the question that Rick Rick asked as well is like, you know, I, you know, you know, from an offensive line perspective, I mean, when you go really fast, you keep the same uh, personnel on the field. You mm-hmm. understand what that defense is trying to do to you. So I think that, that really helps you out. I don't know if you're going to be able to block anybody any better. Um, you know, I think that also you, you may look at finding ways to uh, get KJ more involved. You may see some you know, speed option type things. You may see some triple option type things with with two running backs in the backfield. Uh, So there may be some things that Kenny will try to do that will help help alleviate pressure from this offensive line. Again, I mean, look, you can go as fast as you want to, but you can also go fast and go three and out and punch. Yeah. (laughs) And so so, uh, it's all about execution. And I think they feel comfortable going fast and – 
really, it's going to come down to KJ. KJ is going to be the one that's going to have the ability to make plays, whether the offensive line breaks down or what have you. Uh, but I think uh, Kenny will find a way to utilize uh, the, the, the skill position group and be able to uh, to allow this offensive line that if they're having a hard time blocking somebody, uh, being able to change up really quickly. I mean, there are things you can do that if you're getting beat uh, in, that, in that front that you can do to really find a way to get this this offense to allow people to come through screens, draws, traps, um, all those types of things. And, and uh, I will say, even though uh, this offense struggled under Dan Enos, I thought that he had one of the best screen games out there. And uh, he did that the first time around. I, I was really impressed by the number of screens that he would run. I'm sure Kenny's going to look at that. And so if, if, you, you, if you really believe you have a hard time blocking people, then you've got to find a find a way to utilize that against them, and so I'm anxious to see what they what they do with that. But uh, yeah, I mean it's all about keeping it simple. And uh, to me, the biggest thing is sitting down with your quarterback, who's going to be on that field time and time again, and saying, "What do you really like in mm-hmm. all these situations?" And going through all these scenarios, and I'm certain Kenny's doing that. All right, let's talk with uh, Brent. Brent, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Quinn. Uh, yes, sir, I do. Uh, Quinn, now this is a, this is a realistic question. Uh, what is what do you expect when the bolt when the bullets get flying Saturday at eleven o'clock? To be, what do you expect the Razorbacks to be able to do? That that is such. I mean, that's a that's a great question. I'm sure all Razorback fans are thinking about that because we don't know how Kenny's Kenny's going to respond in certain situations. You're going to be in a swamp. You're going to be in one of the most hostile environments uh, in college football. How do you handle the play calling? But I do think, uh, like you said, it, it takes a village, and I think you're going to have guys like Jimmy Smith and and all those other guys really chiming in and really trying to help Kenny understand what he needs to do. First of all, I do believe that Travis Williams is going to take a defense on the road that will be able to travel. I think the defense is going to be fine. I think even though they haven't been like smothering or 100% dominant, they've been very opportunistic. They've been able to create turnovers. They've been able to give you short fields. And they've done enough to give you, uh, give this offense an opportunity to have a winning record. To me, everything that we're looking at is going to come down to the offense. And to me, that's a good spot to be in when you got a guy like a KJ Jefferson, you got a guy like a Rocket Sanders. That's a great spot to be in when you'd like, if you're wondering what this offense is going to do, if you put them in the right positions, uh, then you have a chance. So to me, I, I think you're going to see a defense that's going to be fundamentally sound. I think they'll do, do their job. I think they'll be able to give this offense an opportunity. And then I think you'll see this offense try to take more shots. I've talked about chunk plays all season long. You've got to be able to have chunk plays that's going to allow you to get easy yards or easy touchdowns. If you can't do that, that makes it very, very difficult for an offense to go the long haul. And then when you can't run the football, that makes it even more difficult. And so I think if you can find a way to create chunk plays, that but that means you've got to be able to block people up because you can't just say, okay, you know what? We got a new offensive coordinator. Let's go fast and let's throw it deep. <laughs> That's just it, it doesn't always work that way because that defensive line is still going to be hunting, and Florida has a bunch of guys that can get after the quarterback. So, um, but I think that I think Kenny will will have opportunities where there'll be some max protection things, and you may only see you know two and three receivers out or two receivers out on a certain pass. So uh, when you try to throw it deep, block it up and uh, find a way to make that happen. But I think also, you know, there's a, uh, there are some sight adjustment things that, that they do that the wide receiver has to understand, you know, what KJ's trying to read, you know, and if they're playing inside leverage, do you, you run the, do you run a corner route? I mean, so there's some sight adjustment things that you've got to work through as well. And I think what they've done is just really condensed that down and said, okay, you know what, let's dial up great plays. Uh, you know what? Run this, run this 12-yard post route. Uh, you inside receiver, you run this flat route, and uh, KJ, you read through your progressions. If things aren't there, you pull it down. So I think it's more of 
let's call the play, let's figure it out, and then KJ, you make the decision on how you're going to distribute the football. Well, I just I just hope our defense does not give up because they gave up they gave up seven points the previous Saturday, and we weren't. When you give up seven, you ought to win a bunch of football games. Oh yeah. No, Thank you, Brent. I mean, Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I think he's right about that. I mean, you give up seven points, that, that's a great opportunity, especially when you, you get an interception on your first possession, and, uh, and, uh, and that's really the only offensive production that you get. And so I think everybody really gets that, and especially when you got a quarterback like a KJ. Uh, it's just really – I think this week off has really helped this football team. And uh, I can't wait to, to kind of get over there and kind of see what those guys are doing and kind of just tap into their demeanor and, and see what they're doing. But it feels like uh, from the stuff that I've heard, even though I hadn't been over there uh, this week, uh, it feels like that this football team is going to be ready to go. Hey, Quinn, how much input do you think KJ is going to have on the play calling since this is the first time Kenny Guyton has uh, been given – uh, this duty and this opportunity, how much input is he going to have on, on the plays called for this, at least for this initial game? Yeah, I, I think he's going to have a huge impact on the game plan. Now, as far as when plays are called, I don't know that he's going to have a whole lot of impact on that. Now, there be there may be times where you come off to the sideline and you're like, hey, coach, I think this works. And so when you have that quarterback-offensive coordinator relationship, that's a two-way street. I mean, that's like a marriage and so you've got to be able to talk to your offensive coordinator. He's got to be able to talk to you. And, and KJ is very, very football savvy. He understands a lot about what defenses are trying to do. And so I'm sure there's going to be a two-way dialogue between him and Kenny. But, but the biggest thing is, what do you like beforehand? And let me put this together. What do you like in third and seven? What do you like in third and four? And getting that out of the way early, and then Kenny has this play sheet. Because when you get into that situation and the bullets are flying, look, it's a tough, tough, scary situation to be in knowing that I'm calling all these plays and I'm being rated on whether or not this play is successful or not. Kenny understands how big this opportunity is for him. He understands that this can set him into orbit in regards to what he wants to do mm-hmm. as, a, as a football coach. Yeah, that's a big point. So, uh, yeah, and so this is, this is an opportunity where I think all these guys are going to be ready to roll. And that, to me, that is, the scary, that is the scary thing because, again, I go back to the fact that this defense is playing well, and we're talking about an offense struggling with a, a quarterback like K.J. Jefferson and a running back like Rocket Sanders. Uh, yeah, that I mean, like if you can put it together for these last four games, you can really cause a lot of problems because I think Travis Williams will hold it down on the defensive side. Quinn, who who determines the offensive packages that go onto the field? In other words, uh, is it was it Enos who decided uh, among the receivers, or was that Guyton? And then based upon the personnel that was in the game, then Enos would make the play call off of the personnel or did the personnel just have whatever it was that was that was uh, sent out there they just had to you know go with the play call yeah i think with uh, you know with most staffs randy i mean each one of those position coaches decides who's going to go into the game got you and so when when the offensive coordinator calls a play they decide which running back or which wide receiver is going to be in the game and you know, a lot of people have talked about, you know, being able to see Isaiah Satania a whole lot more. And then that, then you go back and think about, okay, Kenny Guyton is the guy that controls the wide receivers. And so why would you think you're going to see more of that if you, right. hadn't, you hadn't seen more of that beforehand? And so, but I think they understand that uh, stretching the defense vertically is probably the most important thing that you can do, especially if you're a football team that wants to run the ball, stretching them vertically. But no teams have been afraid of us throwing the ball over the top. Mm-mm. And until you can can do that and get that safety or those two safeties to back up, I mean, most teams, like, if you see two high safeties, that means that they're like, we're not worried about your run game. 
Uh, we're going to let you do what you need to do. We're, we're, we're going to just keep you from trying to hit something over the top. And, and, and a lot of teams have played a lot of two-high safeties. And then when they decide to blitz, they're like, we're going to bring the house because we're not afraid of you trying to beat us. I, I think that you're going to see uh, this offense figure out ways to really get people in the right spot, whether it, through formations, through motions, all that type of stuff, to be able to allow guys to find a way to get over the top. And, and Florida's going to play a very solid defense. They're not really interested in giving anything up over the top because they feel like that their defense can 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 be very, very good, and their offense is something that has not been one of the best in the SEC. But uh, it's, it's all about Arkansas figuring out, and I love the way Sam said it, we're going to figure out what we do the best, and then we're going to get you to try to try to stop it. Because, look, like, when you can run the football when people know you're going to run it, or you can throw it when they know you're going to throw it, and they can't do anything about it, that's when your offense is clicking at a high level, and Arkansas hasn't been able to do that so far. All right, as we approach the break, we've got a couple of callers. Uh, we'll have to ask you to hold because we're about to uh, hit the break. I will say this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line people from the 870. People keep mentioning we should speed up the tempo. Do they realize that with our quality of players, we'll just be speeding up things between punts? Q said that pretty much the same thing as I was finishing my text. And let's see. Uh, this from the 501, if it will load... If it will load, Chris, you may have one over there that's ready to go. Oh, I do absolutely. On our, well, we're hitting a break, so <laughs> I guess I guess we'll hit the questions after. We got a couple callers on the line, and we actually I think six text messages rolling in on that last yeah. answer from Quinn. So okay. a lot to get to. All right, hang in there, folks. Rick Schaefer, Chris Kane, I'm Randy Rainwater. Thanks again to DHR Group of Sonic Drive-ins that allows us to have each and every Wednesday. Wingrovey. Drive Time Sports will continue. Razorback legend Quinn Grovey joins Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer on Drive Time Sports every Wednesday afternoon at 4. Brought to you by the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. Twin Peaks is honoring the pursuit of brews and barrel-aged bourbon every Friday at their Bourbon and Brews party. Get to Twin Peaks from 5 to 7 to experience a lingerie costume party paired with exceptional bourbons, tastings, and giveaways. Cheers! 1037 The Buzz is proud to bring you college football talk with Mark May every Thursday morning on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and by Dugan's Pub, located in the River Market. In 2007, Darren McFadden rushed for 206 yards and four touchdowns and upsetting the number one team in Death Valley. While celebrating this victory, D-Mac coined the phrase, We got that wood right here, baby. Well, at Rideout Lumber, not only do We got that wood right here, baby. But Rideout Lumber also takes pride in the quality of building materials and service. Anything from takeoffs and material lists to the lumber and supplies you need to complete any project, Rideout Lumber can help. Rideout Lumber, Arkansas's most trusted name in building supplies since 1971. If you buy your rings at Robert Irwin Jewelers, you get free ring sizing for life, so you don't have to worry about when that wedding band gets a little bit too snug on you. It's part of the RIJ way. Get to Robert Irwin Jewelers today. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, or online at rijewelers.com. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See Shelter Agent Monica Reiners in North Little Rock, Larissa Callie in Bryant, or Chris Allen in Stuttgart. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. 
Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. There's nothing quite like outdoor living, and at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family-owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels, and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. Come see us in Hot Springs or online at RazorbackCamperSales.com. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. These, to me, are exciting times. Why? Because Thanksgiving is just a couple of weeks away, and already the Christmas push, uh, I, I guess I watch... It's happening. Yeah. It's I happening. Watch, I watch multiple um, commercials uh, last night about Christmas. So I'm going to give you a heads up. Robert Irwin Jewelers is ready for you and they are ready for the holiday rush then combine that with the 46th that's right 46th anniversary sale they have got some fantastic opportunities for you and for me whether it's uh engagement rings wedding bands diamond earrings diamond pendants gemstone jewelry gold chains bracelets they have got all kinds of inventory and is ready to go. Whether it's from a hundred up to one hundred thousand dollars, it's hard for me to even say that word. They have the perfect gift idea for your special occasion. As Robert Irwin Jewelers, bigger, broader diamonds, better prices. Two locations became mall in North Little Rock and the Pleasant Ridge Town Center, Highway 10, Cantrell Road, next to the Fresh Market. All right, you had a question for Quinn, did you not? Oh, yeah, on our uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line. Yes. Yes, we have several questions for Quinn. One question coming in, a 479 texter says, what does Quinn think about Texas and Oklahoma joining and how it will impact future recruiting? Well, I mean, looking at that, I think that it hurts. It's going to hurt. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you're you're dealing with a couple of teams that are right there in your recruiting area. But I think it's also good because you've got an opportunity to create natural rivalries. And so uh, you got to be able to and do that, uh, go in. And like being in the old Southwest Conference, you had to compete against the Texas. You had to compete against Texas A&M. And now you've got Oklahoma coming in where Arkansas has been able to go in Oklahoma and get a lot of great players. And so... Yeah, it's going to make it much more difficult, but I think it make it makes it much more fun. I think you've got to embrace that challenge and and uh, and, and know that Oklahoma and Texas are right there in your neck of the woods, and it's not going to be as easy to walk in those homes and say, "Hey, come play in the best conference in America," because they can do that in a couple of different areas. All right, let's uh, talk with Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Quinn. Yes, sir. Guys, you do not doing great. How about you, Savage? Oh, they're good. Now, Quinn, uh, I know that you you could have liked every coordinator you ever had at the U of A or high school or wherever you were at, and it's it's all about communication. And I don't think that KJ and the team quit during that Mississippi State game, but when the when you go in that quarterback room and the communication is not there, you can see the frustration on the quarterback and on the players' faces. And when you get frustrated, you get upset. Your mindset's it's not 100% in that the game that's getting called. What's going on in this quarterback run that you think, Quinn, that, that actually broke down between K.J. and Enos? And I'll get off here. Appreciate it. 
Well, hey, Savage, and I know you, I mean, look, you break it down every time you call. And so the, the, the thing for me, the, the, the thing for me, man, is it's really not, to me, it's not about communication in, in this particular situation. It's about productivity. I, I think, like, when you look at what everybody talked about at the beginning of the season, Everybody thought, and uh, and I'm sure KJ did too. I mean, it's thinking like, okay, Dan Enos is a guy that's put a lot of guys in the NFL. Now he's going to help me with my fundamentals. He's going to help me with my pre-snap stuff. He's going to help me with everything I need to do to be able to to process an NFL offense. That's the thing that to me that everybody is thinking about. But when it's when when you don't have the type of season that you think that you should have and the productivity is not there, that's where things get sideways. And so, uh, to me, that that's the thing. I, Dan is like I said, Dan's put a lot of guys in the NFL, and, and and you know this has been a a tough situation for him. Um, but at the end of the day, KJ has not had the success that he thought he was going to have early on and when you look at this situation and when you're in that quarterback room and you're thinking okay I want to find a way to get to the next level and then I'm not having the season that everybody thought I should have that's where you get frustrated that's where things get a, a little bit upsetting so uh, to me that's that's really the low, ha- low hanging fruit that you can talk about and now you get a guy like a Kenny Guyton who um can come in and have a conversation with you because with Dan, it's more his offense. And this is what I need you to do. This is how I need you to, to really understand that. I think Kenny as a first time play caller is going to say, Hey man, look, what do you want to do? What's going to have one rolling down the field, doing the things we need him to do to be productive and put points on the board. And to me, that's the difference. So that's, I think that that's where the communication is actually going to be better I don't think they had a communication gap between Dan and the quarterback room. I just think the productivity wasn't there. And then when you don't have the productivity with a guy who has huge aspirations to do something bigger, when it doesn't work out, now that's where you start to get nervous and you start to get a little upset. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk with Rick. Rick, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Quinn? Uh, yes, I do. And uh, uh, Quinn? You know, I, uh, man, with that, uh, at the Southwest Conference, and, you know, y'all rode through there, and, and I probably bragged on you, uh, before, but I want to <laughs> do it again. But then, okay, you know, you, you had a, Quinn never gets tired of it. It's okay. You can keep complimenting him. It's all right. <laughs> he had a good eight. You know, he had, he had a face eight, you know, at UCLA. Yeah. You know, but, uh, Man, y'all did. Uh, man, you was uh, you're you're one of my favorite quarterbacks ever. I'm I'm sorry, but uh, well, thank to brag you, on you like thank that, you. I don't want to give you the big head. Don't be sorry. It's, it's, already, it's already big. No, it's no, already. No. No. That's all right, Rick. Okay, so what's what's your que- so what's your question? Yeah, what's your Quinn? question for Quinn? Hey, one of these days I want to meet you. Okay, what's your question really for Quinn, think. Rick? Yeah, my question is, hey, look, Florida. Is going to put so much like every other team's been doing. They're going to put so much pressure up front to yep. make us try. But when you put that kind of pressure, can we throw the ball over the middle like Quinn was talking about? All right, Rick, hey. thank you. Quinn, can they throw well, it over the middle? Well, I mean, over the middle, I think we've, we've uh, I mean, that's one of the things that this Arkansas team is, has done so far this year. I mean, with that RPO, I, you know, early on, I, I said that the RPO where you're reading the linebackers, the linebackers come up, you throw the football behind them. That was very, very good for Arkansas. And then you got into a situation where you got an SEC play. And now it's all about your receivers finding a way to get separation. And uh, being able to do that to give KJ an opportunity to throw that football, um, so uh, yeah, I, I believe I believe you'll be able to have that opportunity be- just simply because of KJ. And I think that the way you do that is you start off early. You start off early with KJ, early and often running the ball 
whether it's, it's speed options, whether it's quarterback draws, whether it's all those things. KJ has probably been your most productive runner, even though uh, he's been sacked and pressured at a high level. And then whenever you decide to find a way to get the ball deep, uh, I think you've got to find a way to max protect. But I do believe that part of the reason that the pressure happens is because you're bringing linebackers. So finding a way to offset that, whether it's, it's, it's slants behind the linebackers, whether it's, it's uh, screens or whatever it is, being able to do that will give you an opportunity to be successful. And I'm certain that they're going to find a way to make that happen. All right, this uh, from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Before I read that, uh, from Hog Call, Q, I've been, it's been requested that you come up with the tiebreaker for, again, tomorrow for the Bud Light Little Blue Book. So yeah. I'll give you a second or two to think about that. Okay, uh, what you want that. is a tiebreaker. Okay, uh, Hog Call says, where does Arkansas defense rate in the SEC? Are they in the top seven? Now, I go strictly with SEC games only. I forget BYU, all that other stuff. I, I just strictly go with SEC games only. Uh, scoring defense, Arkansas, one, two, three, four, five, six. They are sixth. Right behind uh, Arkansas is Missouri and Florida. Uh, total defense, Arkansas, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, right? Smack dab in the middle. Um, let's see, some other categories I looked at. Rushing defense, Arkansas and Florida both near the bottom. Um, Florida at number 10, Arkansas 11. No, actually, Florida is 11, and Arkansas is 12th. Uh, against rushing defense. And then there was one other category I looked at, and that was pass defense. Arkansas is third in oh. SEC numbers, SEC only numbers at 201.20.20. Uh, and then Florida is 10th, uh, and they are 253 yards a game. So. Arkansas better against the pass, and Florida better against the run. Well, one of the things the caller just mentioned was, you know, the pressure that Florida's going to try to place on this offense, and understandably so, this offense has been inept when pressure's been applied. But Florida hasn't been great at applying pressure this season. They're 14th in the league in sacks at 1.4 a game, and tackles for loss, they average 4.9 a game. That's 13th in the league. So as far as... Uh, an opponent where you got a new offensive coordinator who's hopefully going to try to mix things up. Good opportunity for Arkansas to face not one of the best pressure defenses in the league. And when you say, Quinn, it seemed like from the A&M game forward, it seems like teams have been blitzing about half of the total plays of Arkansas. It just seems like if it's not a corner fire, safety blitz, uh, linebacker blitz, whatever it may be, or just straight-up pressure. But, gosh, it seems like it's been nothing but blitz after blitz after blitz that uh, this Arkansas offense has had to look at. 100%. 100%. And, I've, I mean, it comes back to the fact that they don't believe that they can protect K.J. And, um, you know, like Mississippi State. Mississippi State's defense has been shredded. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they, I mean, like – bomb after bomb after bomb. And you know what? They say, you know what? We don't think y'all can do that. And so we're going to continue to bring pressure. Uh, we don't have a very good defense. And so we're going to put you in that situation where you can either try to figure out how to throw one over the top or we're going to continue to get after you. So yeah, I think even bad defenses like Mississippi State, and I'm sure Florida's looked at, at that film and said, like you said, Chris, even though we may be 14th in sacks, you know, they're looking at an opportunity to try to, to up their total. So Arkansas has got to be prepared for a lot of pressure. Bring the house. All right, we got to step away for a moment. It's Randy Rainwater. Tell me for the Sonic Blast this Friday in Conway when the Wampus cast host the Bryant Hornets. Brought to you by the Sonic Drive-In and 1037 The Buzz.
When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Once a year, Saracen gives away a coveted BMW to one lucky winner. This month is that special time, and you could be the winner of an amazing BMW X5 SUV from Saracen Casino and BMW of Little Rock. Play to win a top-of-the-line BMW SUV only at Saracen Casino Resort. Just a short 40 minutes away, Saracen Casino is Little Rock's closest place to play and and win a BMW X5 SUV. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800 522 4700. Fellas, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but you need to do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatments. It's quick, it's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test and get your results in about 25 minutes. Ball's in your court. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center will get you back to living your best life. They have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Low T Center, quick, easy, simple, convenient, and most importantly, life-changing. Now's the time. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25.00 to get your T-levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Marmel at their huge new showroom on Marmel Boulevard just off 430. Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub, L.A. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, thanks to the DHR Group of Sonic Drive-Ins. That is Quinn Grovey, Chris Kane. I'm Randy Rainwater. Uh, new month, new specials at Double B's. It starts with the Mountain Dew, twenty ounce, two for three fifty. The Mister Pure, two for four dollars. Oh wait a minute! Stop the presses. They brought back the Little Debbie Honey Buns. One more month. Two for a dollar. I just now realized that. Huh? My day has been made. And then they've got the Doritos and Cheetos. Those uh, $2.49. So there's many great specials you'll find for the month of November at your local Double B's. And be sure to check out all of the Chester's Chickens and the Big Rock Pizza. All that good stuff you'll find at your local Double B's. Once again, gas it, grab it, and go. Make it double B's. Joined now by the man, Neil Adkinson. Neil, I'm looking at the app as we speak, and I'm seeing a hog boost. Arkansas plus six and a half and over 50.5 total points scored. 
I'm not sure if both of these offenses can uh, combine for more than 50 points, but that's a that's a reasonable uh, spread there. And then you've got well, you know why we do that. You, you know why we do that, don't you? Because our, taking Arkansas either plus or minus the points and the over is the most popular parlay combination bet on Arkansas. And if you put that t- bet together yourself, it only pays plus two thirty. We are paying that combination and pre-building it for you at plus two seventy-five. So if you're a hundred dollar better, you get an extra forty-five dollars return and code hard cashable winnings. So uh, that's why that's such a great value there. And we're just doing that uh, to make it easy for for the better, since that's what they're usually betting anyway. How about the World Series tonight? How does it end tonight? Well, I'm telling you what, this one's got me nervous. They have it basically as a pick 'em on the money line. Uh, both both teams, either way you pick, are minus 110. It is a deciding game. If the Rangers win, the series is over, and we have a World Series champion. So uh, that one makes me nervous. After looking at the last two nights and uh, and looking at the over last night, and it hit in the fourth inning, uh, it could get interesting <laughs> again tonight. So. Uh, that one is excited, too. And uh, one thing is, is I don't envy you. You call me the man. You're the man because uh, you've got some tough homework on the Double uh, R Specials this week. I don't know how you're going to handle it, and then I don't know how I'm going to price them. <laughs> so it's going to be a head-scratcher tomorrow uh, when I see them from you. And uh, I don't envy either one of us on putting this one together, but we're going to do the best we can and make them bettable and make them where they'll pay out worth your while. At this point, I have no clue I, i'll just tell you that i think i may sprinkle yeah, in some uh, uh some team as well like total offense arkansas total offense and that kind of stuff i think i think that might be fun all right neil go oh go ahead chris oh whoop, whoop. sorry to have one question for neil neil it seems like we're going to break new records every week hopefully this continues but yes. last week i asked you about uh the last iowa game where they were setting oh, the record gosh and uh for yeah. lowest over under and now they've set a new record with Northwestern this weekend, 29 and a half. Any action you're expecting on uh, people pounding the under on that one as well? Well, uh, if they go by history, they will bet the under because this is only this is the lowest one. <laughs> Everyone of them involved Iowa and uh, the, the numbers I looked at, the, you know, the average score in the in the games that where these have been set these records has been 22 points, and even the last one went oh under. Oh my so. gosh. So, uh, it's incredible. But you got to remember, it's college football, and anything can happen. But uh, yeah, this is a new record, and uh, you know, as 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 we get more games under our belt in the season, we can dial into this a little bit better with our modeling. So we put out, you know, put out those lines, and sometimes we're wrong, sometimes we're right, and uh, that makes the games a lot more funner to watch. All right, buddy, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That is Neil Atkinson, BetSerison.com. Go on the App Store and get. The app for Bet Saracen. All right, Q. If you come up with a tiebreaker for tomorrow, man, if I if if I had to say one thing about the tiebreaker, uh, Randy would be like this defense has been the most significant part of this football team, and, and I'm I'm gonna stick with that. I know we're looking at a lot of things from the offense, but for me, it comes down to will this will this defense create two or more turnovers, and so I don't know if that's one you want to go with. Um, but it's all about this defense creating turnovers for me. So you can take a look at that and decide what you want to do. But if I'm looking at anything for this Arkansas football team, is can this defense create turnovers to give this offense an opportunity to have success? All right. The quarter, quarterback's only thrown two interceptions. Florida doesn't turn it over much, and they don't get many turnovers. I think they've gotten four turnovers all year, which is second lowest in the SEC. So I don't know if your wish is going to be uh, – taken care of there, Quinn, that they're a team that doesn't turn over much and they don't force many turnovers. Well, yeah, that, I mean, look, I, and, and I look at that and I understand all that, but this Arkansas defense, when you have success and given an offense that's been struggling, you got a new offense coordinator, this defense has got to find a way to give this offense short fields. Uh, and so to me, it's all about turnovers and they may not give up a whole lot, but at the end of the day, if you can find a way to create some, to me, that's going to be a key component, especially in a tough environment. So, 
again, look, it may not be the right one. It may not be the one y'all want to go with. But if you're asking me, I'm focusing in on can this defense create turnovers. All right, turnovers it is. Got to be it. Total number of turnovers. Just just by Florida or by both teams? No, by Florida. By Florida. Florida. Just by, by Florida. Florida. Okay. Yeah. Total number of turnovers. There you go. By Florida. All right, let's talk with uh, Brett. Brett, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Quinn. I sure do. Um, I guess for all of you, if you, uh, my question would be, you know, it's a four-game season. Um, I still, I still have a faint hope. You know, we could win all four, go to a bowl game. You know, until we're eliminated. But just wanted to ask you three guys what you thought would be, you know, the toughest game of the four we got left. And uh, I'll hang up and listen. This one. Because it's the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, if, if Arkansas wins this one, it changes the way you look at the rest of them. If they lose this one, then the next toughest game is Auburn. And then the next toughest game is Missouri. What do you all think? Agreed, yeah. One at a time. I, I don't know if I throw FIU in there. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, one at a time. Yeah. Oh, I watched FIU the other night. They were awful. Yeah. I, Jacksonville State <laughs> just... I know we should treat it. No, you should always treat every opponent. I know, Rick. I know. I know. I know where you're going. I know where you're going, Rick. I see the path you're traversing. Very reminiscent of ULM and North Texas and, oh, God forbid, San Jose State and all the others. Nobody's awful. That's right. For this team. You got better be ready for all of them. Especially if you lose to them. No, they're good, actually. They're they're good. Yeah. Yeah. They're on the cusp of making the college football playoffs. They're frisky. They're a lot better. Do you think yeah. that's the phrase? Say yeah. that. I'm yeah. just saying, don't call anybody awful. That's we've All right, been guilty of that in the past. It's not a good idea. Let's uh, sneak in, Dale. Dale, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Quinn? Well, not so much for Quinn. I just want I wanted to make a comment. Okay. Uh, about KJ and and let's go with our two different offensive coordinators, Enos and Browse. Okay, here's the deal. As soon as they let Browse go and put Enos in, they took a maverick named KJ and corralled him. You can't do that to a maverick. You got to let the boy run. And if they and I think we're about to find that out this weekend against Florida. Let the boy run. You've heard that term before, let the boy eat or whatever. But if y'all let, if you let 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 Riles had stayed there, KJ'd still be doing the same thing he did three or four years in a row until now. And that's all I got to say. All right, Dale. Thank you. Well, hey, guys, now we know that uh, KJ's future is in the NBA as a Dallas Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> Run, it's, KJ, he's maverick, run. Right? He's a maverick. There you Hit go. the button, Randy. Hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> he's Quinn, looking for it. He's looking for it. You me on the plane. It's okay. <laughs> Later, my friend. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl Meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl Meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around.